Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Welcome, family. Jesus 911. With uh, Jesse and Anita. First responders. Yes, it's great to be back on here on Friday. We love to, we look forward to the, the, the end of the week on Friday to, to be with you all. For, for many years, uh, I responded in a black and white, and inside the county jail, my wife responded in a nursing uniform. Yes. But the last couple of years, for many years now, we've been responding to souls. Yes, souls. My wife is, is mending and healing souls, and I'm doing the same thing. I'm, I'm Jesus 911 for souls. Yep. With the grace of God, we're here, and we're serving Him yeah. to serve you. With all our imperfections. Yeah, with all our imperfections. Yeah. We're not perfect. We're human just like you. Yep. And uh, we're just feel privileged oh, yeah. to, be to be behind to the, ma- the mic and be able to share yeah. the faith with you all. It's, and it's, it's a privilege. Sometimes yeah. some emails remind me of my imperfections. <laughs> <laughs> and I just tell them, thank you for your kind words. Yes. God yes. love you. <laughs> so what's going on the month of uh, February? Okay. The month of February is dedicated to the what? The Holy Family. Uh, this is a special devotion. It began in the 17th century. Uh, for the purpose of the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary and Joseph, as a model virtue of all Christian households, and which which began, uh, so this devotion spread. Uh, but in 1893, Pope Leo XIII he expressed his approval of the Feast of the Holy Family. On the account of the flight into Egypt, the Feast of the Holy Family has been observed by the Coptic Christians from very early times. Those are those Christians in Egypt, the Orthodox and Catholics. The Feast of the Holy Family has been welcomed by many popes as means of making known the true spirit of simple, pious, God-centered family. And that's what we need to do. They are such an example for all of us uh, to be God-centered. Yep, and uh, Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of confusion about what is family life right today. absolutely and the holy family gives us a perfect paradigm perfect paradigm there's the picture who is it a uh, uh, male female and, and a child. child that's it that, hey, that's it couple of, couple of news items before we get into we're going to talk about hell yes the hell there is the hell there is and i wish it, most people knew there was hell that existed you know what and and, yeah. I, and I know that's yeah. that's imperfect contrition but sometimes that jump starts you towards yes. faith in God is fear right, of hell. Right. I mean, but, obviously, we'd like everybody to have perfect contrition, which is just love for God. Uh, I want to be with you, yeah. Lord. I love you, and not love Him out of fear yeah. from going to hell. That's our that, goal. That's perfect contrition. That's perfect contrition, like all the saints. Yeah. You know. That's called a unitive yes. aspect, but mm-hmm. a lot of people just to get the first base. Yeah, you need to be get, afraid of hell. Yes, right. So after the maybe video, the bad news, and then you get the good news. That's what I try to do, <laughs> yep, and it yep, seems yep. to work. Right. So let me tell you a couple of things that are happening. Uh, Mandu, who destroyed a satanic statue, mm-hmm. is charged with a hate crime. The Christian veteran, I think he's an evangelical. Uh, thank you for his service with our country. Mm-hmm. He was he he uh, he destroyed the satanic display in the Iowa State Capitol just uh. weeks before. The before Christmas, and he's been charged with committing a hate crime. Yeah. What about all the Catholic statues that are beheaded? Beheaded, right? And, all uh, the no Catholic crime, set, right? We right. got the people on, on on video doing it, and no crime, no, no arrest. Absolutely no crime. But a veteran, yep, uh, beheads a satanic statue, and right. he's charged with a hate crime. Yeah. Next, 
And Florida, Florida says no to gender, gender identity on licenses. So the administration of Republican Florida Governor Ron DeSantis announced that the state residents must accurately indicate their sex on state-issued driver's license. Woo-hoo, good for you. Good job, Ron. Go- Governor. Governor DeSantis, yep. Yeah. An official, an official stated that met misrepresenting one's gender understood as sex on a driver's license constitutes fraud. Common sense, that's Governor. Common, yep, yeah. What are you, male or female? Yep. That's, that's Here, the way Here's the is. next one. How school choice benefits homeschoolers. This is good news. Yes, this is in very a, good. In a recent op-ed... School choice advocate Corey DeAngelis and co-author Jason Bedrick explain how the school choice movement benefits private schools and even homeschooling families. Wow. Yep. Yep. Next. Homeschooling. Mar- okay, next one is Maryland's, Maryland Bishops Blast Assisted Suicide Bills. The Catholic bishops in Maryland, Maryland, Maryland. have them. issued a strong response opposing the state's latest consideration of legalizing physician-assisted suicide, Reiter- reiterating that all human life is created in the image and likeness of God and therefore sacred. And if you're struggling with marriage, remember that February is all about the Holy Family, not just Valentine romances. For those who are struggling in our marriages, I'm not, but in case you are, thanks be to God, by the grace of God. God, By the grace of God, Uh, go I. But for those who are struggling in their marriages or or those who are still single and waiting Mm -hmm. for that, our, our, our vocation to start, a month like this can sting, but yeah. there's a good reflection on the hope, comfort, and inspiration that comes when we look to the holy spouses, Mary and Joseph, as a paradigm example. Mm-hmm. And finally, and then finally, it trust in clergy decline. Americans. Americans are in 2023 viewed most profession, professions as having low honesty and ethical standards, bringing trust ratings of those professions, including the clergy to an all-time low. According mm, to a recent Gallup poll, 32% of respondents viewed clergymen as having high honesty and ethical standards. Well, I'm sorry to see I'm, that. Yeah. That's really sad that we're at that, at that point in Two our lives. Two-thirds of but, Americans don't trust but, clergy. But us... Lay people, let's make our clergy holy. Yes. Let's pray for them. Are you praying for many of us like to criticize, but are we actually praying for them? And you know what? There's a lot of such such holy clergy. Yes, there is. You just don't hear about them. You don't hear about them because they're doing what pies like. Right. Because they're where they're. It's humility. Yeah. The ones that you do hear about about, are the unholy ones. They're all over the news. Yes, right, right. And we got to pray for them, but we got to pray, continue praying for those that are holy. So they continue to be holy and to God, so God can inspire them to teach us to to save the souls that come to the church doors. But I'm glad there's an apostolate by the name of complicitclergy.com. Yes, yes. Because we do need somebody. We do need a watchdog for bad clergy. Absolutely. We need to be aware of things that are going on in the church that are not... And they do a phenomenal job. Yes, complicitclergy.com. Complicitclergy.com. Yeah, you all look at that. It it gives you great articles, action items. Action items. Pray for them. Write to them. So so they're just not putting out the bad news. They're actually telling you on the bottom of the website, okay, this is the way you... You can make reparation. Right. How we fix the, the problems. Yeah. Okay. Let's yeah, talk about the seven teachings on hell from St. Thomas Aquinas. Yeah. This is written by Monsignor Charles Pope. This guy got the sharp pen. Yes, he does. And the seven teachings on hell from St. Thomas Aquinas. 
The teachings of the Lord on hell are difficult. I get it, especially mm-hmm. in today's climate. Mm-hmm. The most difficult questions that arise relate to its eternal nature and how to square its existence with a God mm-hmm. who is loving and rich in mercy. So number one, point number what, one. Point number one, it says, does God love the souls in hell? What's the answer? Yes. yes. And let's, okay, let's find out why. Okay, that's kind of baffling. We're probably like, oh. Okay, so how could they continue to exist if he did not love them, sustain them, and continue to provide for them? God loves because he is love. Although we may fail to be able to experience or accept his love, God loves every being he has made, human or angelic. So human beings and the angels. The souls in hell may have refused to empty their arms to receive his embrace, but God has not withdrawn his love for them. That's mind-blowing. Regardless, whether in heaven or hell, he still loves us. Because that's what he he is, love. He is love. It doesn't say in the Bible, God is hate. And that's God is love. I'll never forget this. We went to daily mass. We were homeschooling our kids at the time. And um, there was this priest, and he went up after the readings. He went up to the podium and just said, God is love. And that was and, a homily. And, was a homily. Oh and I said, that was profound. Didn't go, you know, didn't, didn't, elaborate. I, yeah, I didn't elaborate on, 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 on what that meant, but that was just, that was the best homily that I ever heard <laughs> <laughs> in daily mass. Yeah. God <laughs> is love. love. Get, I mean, that's people, first, that's first people, John 4, people. 16, I think, I think John. Yeah. 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 So we can, okay. So, The souls in hell may have refused to empty their arms to receive his embrace, but God has not withdrawn his love for them. He permits those who have rejected him to live apart from God. God honors their freedom to say no, even respecting it when it becomes permanent, as it has for fallen angels and the souls in hell. God is not tormenting the damned. The fire and other miseries are largely expressions of the sad condition of those who have rejected the one thing for which they were made, to be caught up into the love and perfection of God and the joy of all the saints. In other words, the beautific vision, yeah, right? Which is even beyond our comprehension yeah, how beautiful that's going to be. Beautiful. Yeah, but see, he has, you know, he permits those who have rejected him and he still loves them. Yep, it's like a kid that runs away from yep. mom and dad's house yep. and they're living in the streets of Hollywood. And they still love their using child. Using coke and heroin and sleeping with yeah, prostitutes. Just, mom and dad are home. They're still yes, loving you. They, right. They're still loving you. Yep, they uh, sure and, are. But you walked out of the house. Yes. And, the, and, and when you come back and you want to live by the rules and, and yes. you want to uh, repent, you're going to be right back in their house and in your bedroom in a nice warm bed. Right. Point number two. Is there any good at all in hell? Yes. Are all the damned punished equally? No. Wow. This is mind-blowing. Wow, that is. Yeah. While, he- while yeah. heaven is a perfection and pure goodness, hell is not pure evil. The reason for this is that evil is the privation of absence of something good that should be there. If goodness were completely absent, there would be nothing there. Therefore, there must be some goodness in hell, or there would be nothing at all. Oh, our blessed mother came to give us a holy pause. What the hell? What the hell? By St. Thomas Aquinas, seven points uh, outlined by Monsignor Pope. Stay with us, family. We'll be right back. Right little dog, our lady of Guadalupe. 
we're back. Jesus 91 with Jesse and Anita. Thank you for staying with us. We're talking I know about, we're boring, but <laughs> we're, we're, we're talking we'll about, pick it up. <laughs> we're talking about what the hell? What the hell? Is Se- there hell? Seven points on hell from St. <laughs> Thomas Aquinas, yes. the master theologian. He says this in the Summa. He says, quote, it is impossible for evil to be pure and without the admixture of good. Mm. So those who will be thrust into hell will not be free from all good. Mm. Those who are in hell can receive the reward of their goods in so far as their past goods avail for the mitigation. There it is. For the mitigation of punishment. In other words, hell's not hell's not communism. Everybody's not equal in hell. There are different levels of punishment. Mm-hmm. This can assist us in understanding that God's punishments are, are just and that the, the damned are neither devoid of all good nor lacking in any experience of good. Even though a soul does not wish to dwell in God's kingdom, it's, that's evidenced by rejection of God or the values of his kingdom. So the nature of suffering in hell is commensurate with the sins that cause exclusion from heaven. Yeah, for example, somebody who died watching pornography and masturbating, okay, and he died in mortal sin, unrepented, and he's in hell, his level of punishment will be different from from Adolf Hitler, who killed 20 million people. Yep. Okay? Both of them died in mortal sin, but there's there's gradations of punishment. Mm -hmm. Uh. The, the article says, this would seem to be a true even of demons. In the rite of exorcism, the exorcist warns the possessing demons, quote, the longer you delay your departure, the worse your punishment. The worse your punishment shall be. This suggests levels of punishment in hell based on the degree of unrepentant wickedness. That's a really wow. good point that he just brought out. Yep. Yeah. In his Inferno, Dante described levels within hell and wrote that not all the damned experience identical sufferings. Thus, an unrepentant adulterer might not experience the same suffering in kind or degree as would a genocidal, atheistic head of state responsible for the death of millions. Hmm. Sounds interesting to me. Uh, we're, think of our, some of our politicians. Yep. Yep. Both have rejected key values of the kingdom. One rejected chastity. The other rejected the worship due to God and the sacredness of human life. The magnitude of those sins is very different, and so would be the consequences. Heaven is the place of absolute perfection, a work accomplished by God for those who say yes. Hell, though a place of great evil, is not one of absolute evil. It cannot be because God continues to sustain human and angelic beings in existence uh, there and existence itself is good. God also judges them according to their deeds. As the Bible says in Romans 2, 6, their good deeds may ameliorate their sufferings. This too is good and, 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 allows, and allows for good in varying degrees there. Hell is not in any way pleasant. Don't get me wrong. That's not, that's not what St. Thomas mm-hmm. is saying. No. But it is not equally bad for all. Thus God's justice, which is good, reaches even in hell. Point mm. number three by St. Thomas. So it's, do the souls in hell repent of what they have done? What's the answer? No, not directly. After death, repentance in the formal sense is not possible. However, St. Thomas makes an important distinction. He says, 
A person may repent of sin in two ways, in one way directly and another way indirectly. He repents of a sin directly who hates sin as such, and he repents indirectly who hates it on account of something connected with it. For instance, punishment or something of that kind, accordingly, the wicked will not repent of their sins directly. Mm. Because consent in the malice of sin will remain in them, but they will repent indirectly inasmuch as they will suffer from the punishment inflicted on them for sin. This yep. explains yes. that verse in the Bible where it says the wailing and grinding mm. of teeth in, in so far as it points to the lament of the damned. They do not lament their choice to sin without repenting but for the consequences. In the parable of Lazarus, the rich man in hell laments his suffering, but expresses no regret over the way he treated the beggar Lazarus. Indeed, he still sees Lazarus as a kind of errand boy who should fetch him water and warn his brothers. In a certain sense, the rich man cannot repent. His character is now quickened and his choices forever fixed. Point number four. Point number four. Is eternal punishment just? Of course, yes. Many who might otherwise accept God's punishment of sinners are still dismayed that hell is eternal. Why should one be punished eternally for sins committed over a brief time span? Perhaps in just a moment, the punishment does not seem to fit the crime. This logic presumes that the eternal nature of hell is intrinsic to the punishment, but it is not. Rather, hell is eternal because repentance is no longer available after death. Mm, like Our decision for or against God and the values of his kingdom, values become forever fixed. Because at this point, the will is fixed and obstinate. Wow. The repentance that unlocks mercy will never be forthcoming. Wow. wow rich, that's rich theology. Yeah, there. that's yeah. wow. And That's it. And St. Thomas it's, says in the Summa about, about what my wife just read. Mm -hmm. uh, he says, as Damascene says, he's quoting St. Damascene, one of mm -hmm. the fathers of the church. Yep. Death is to men what their fall was to the angels. Mm. Now, after their fall, the angels could not be restored. Therefore, neither can men after death. And thus the punishment of the damned will have no end. So... Just as the demons are obstinate in wickedness and therefore have to be punished forever, so too are the souls of men who die without charity, since death is to men what their fall was to the angels. Yeah, there you go. Death, you know, the charity. What is that? Love of God. They die without with, with love, lack, you know, lack yeah. of love, yeah. humility. And they the, are and the God. To greatest commandment? Yeah. Love, love God, God above all else. Yes. Love your neighbor, neighbor as you love yourself. Yeah, the they, two greatest commandments. They failed in yes. both accounts. They did, absolutely, absolutely. Point number no. five from St. Thomas. Yeah, do the souls in hell hate God? No, not directly. St. Thomas, Thomas teaches, he says, the appetite is moved by good or evil apprehended. Now God is apprehended in two ways, namely in himself as by the blessed who see him in his essence and in his effects as by us and by the damned. Since then, he is goodness by his essence. He cannot in himself be displeasing to any will, 
Wherefore, whoever sees him in his essence cannot hate him. St. Thomas also says, continues, yeah. He continues, he mm -hmm. says, on the other hand, some of God's effects are displeasing to the will insofar as they are opposed to anyone. And accordingly, a person may hate God, not in himself, but by reason of his effects. Therefore, the damned, perceiving God in his punishment, which is the effect of his justice, hate him, even as they hate the punishment inflicted on them. Damn. We'll go on to the Point next. number six. Yeah. Do the souls in hell wish they were dead? No. It is impossible to, to detest what is fundamentally good, and to exist is fundamentally good. Those who say that they wish they were dead do not really wish non-existence upon themselves. Rather, they wish an end to their suffering. Mm. So it is with the souls in hell, St. Thomas teaches. He says, quote, Not to be may be considered in two ways. First, in itself, and thus it can no wise be desirable, since it has no aspect of good, but is pure privation of good. Secondly, it may be considered as a relief from a painful mm -hmm. life or from some unhappiness, and thus not to be takes on the aspect of good, since to lack an evil is a kind of good. As the philosopher says, in this way, it is better for the damned not to be than to be unhappy. Hence, it is said in Matthew 26, 24, it were, it were better for him, Judas, if that man had not been born. And Jeremiah, the prophet, chapter 20, verse 14 says, Cursed be the day wherein I was born. Close quote. Where a gloss of St. Jerome observes, quote, It is better not to be than to be evilly. In this sense, the damned can, pref can prefer not to be according to their deliberate reason. You know, I like what he says there. He uses some of them, some of these people considered as a relief from painful life. They wish they were dead or a f uh, some form of unhappiness. You see that a lot of people and especially the afflicted. Those that are possessed, the nergomans, they says, I want to I want to end this because of their suffering. They're being tormented by the demon. They wanted to stop, stop, stop. And they'd rather be dead. And that's when they fall into despair. Is that correct? The sin of Judas. The sin of Judas. And that's why Judas committed suicide. Yeah. And then you know what? They don't realize that when you're suffering, you can use that for the greater good of 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 our brothers and sisters who are falling into sin. And that's where many people lose the mark. Right. A lot of Catholics yeah. have lost the whole Most notion of penance, penance and offer it up. Right. That God allows every one of yes. us to suffering two reasons. Yeah. To make you holy as you're suffering. suffering. Okay. Yes. And number two, now you're suffering. God, I like the, you see the cross of Christ. Yes. It's right in front of us. Yes. We give him our sufferings. It goes up there like, yes. like just like water goes up to the clouds from the ocean water goes yeah. up. And then the clouds turn that, the, the condensation, they turn it into rain. That's what Jesus does on the cross. We give him our suffering, lifts it up like these ocean waters, and he converts it into blessings and graces. Mm -hmm. Beautiful, and beautiful analogy. And he rains upon beautiful. people. 
Yes. And so beautiful. in heaven, you're going to meet people yes. that you never met in this lifetime. Yep. Somebody from Compton, somebody from New York, yes. somebody from the Because you the offered Bronx. your sufferings. They're going to come and give you a holy hug. Yes. And they're going to say, Jesse, Jesse, Anita, thank you, brother. Thank you. Say, well, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. What did I do? Yeah. What did what I, I do? What did go, I do for this go, this gratitude? You know that neuropathy or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever you had. <laughs> and you were off the pain in my leg. Day. Yeah, the, <laughs> and you know what happened? God took your pain and he converted it on the cross and, and he unleashed it, graces and blessings me. like rain upon yeah. me. And I was about to slam myself for the 500 time with, with yes. heroin. And God took the scales mm, out of my yes. eyes and God strengthened yes. my will yes. and I quit that and yeah. I came back to mass and I gave my life to Jesus yes. because of your suffering yes so it, you know when you're suffering just turn it just say here you go here you are Lord you take it take my suffering uh, as a matter of fact our most powerful mother our, our who suffered sorrow. who knows what suffering Ooh, is she's coming know. to give us a holy pause our lady of sorrows yeah, ora, 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 no, be we'll be back we'll continue talking about what the hell yeah. what the hell <laughs> pray for us so tenderly you hold us in your arms your beauty and your grace are the bright new dawn our lady of Guadalupe We are back, Jesus 911, with Jesse and Anita. Hey, first Sp- Friday first, today. Yes, for Friday, where we honor the sacred heart of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And we are a number, promise number two. And what's that promise? What it's, is it? It's, I will give peace in their families. For those that honor the sacred heart of Jesus, go to Mass today. If you can go to confession, within the, the first Friday. Days. Within the last 20 days. Yes. Yeah. And um, so you can be blessed and receive the graces that our church has uh, given us. Of obviously through Christ, <laughs> Amen, our yes. Lord and Savior, Amen. Yes. And uh, the first Friday devotions, either these are just ways that the church helps yes. us in, in these devotions to keep us on track, right, right, walking that right. narrow path, absolutely. And you know, yeah, Lent, yeah, uh, Friday, Friday yeah. penance, right. all that is is, is to the, remind us. Yeah. Come on, guys, you know yeah. it's Lent time. Start penance. You know what it penance. reminds me of? It reminds me of guardrails. Yes. Guardrails so we don't fall off, off the, the side. Yeah, fall off the yeah. side. Then that Holy Mother Church throughout the years gives us these devotions and these and these mm-hmm. uh, these you know these practices, ascetic right. practices to keep us on that narrow path. Because it is it is easy. It is easy to fall to off. To fall off. Absolutely. We need guardrails. Yep. I, I need training yep. wheels, okay? Yeah, I, I can't do make too. it to heaven Absolutely. without training wheels. <laughs> I do too. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Yeah, and, you and know, that's what the first Friday. Yes, yeah, first are. Friday. These are the, training yes, wheels. absolutely. They're they're training wheels to keep us on track. Yeah. And remember, you say, "Wow, we already had Lent, Lent last year, and we had Lent uh, twenty five years ago. Why do we do? Why do we keep on doing?" It's to remind us, and just like Jesse said, to keep us on track. Yeah. Look at we. We're, our our destiny is heaven, and it keeps us focused and keep us from from falling out and. To and the left or to the right. To the, the right. left or the right. Yeah. And, and and I want to go straight yeah. to heaven. Yeah, <laughs> we want to, we want to take that straight narrow path. And we want you all to do exactly. it. Exactly. And that's why we're on the radio. I mean, think yeah. about it. We could be sleeping in in the oh, morning. No. Hang, hang but no, 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 or we could be here. doing other things. But no, we chose to be with you. Absolutely. And we love you because you're our family. Yep. And it reminds me of that. I think it was uh, Robert. We are family. That's right. Yeah, that's right. One of your favorite songs. No, it's a, it's a cool song. No. And, and, and Father Stanford Tuna says about family. Yeah. F-A-M. 
I L Y. Forget about me. I love you. <laughs> that that was such a great uh, uh, acronym. Yeah, and it was. Saint, yeah. And just uh, we'll do it one more time. F A M I L Y. Forget about me. I love you. <laughs> yes. That says it all right there. Yep, that's, that's good, right. That's good theology. Yeah, it is actually. It all is. right. What the hell? What the hell? So what what's, the hell? What's point number seven? Seven by Saint Thomas Aquinas, Aquinas the angelic doctor. Yes. Do the souls in hell see the blessed in heaven? Interesting. I want to know what this says. Uh, yeah, yeah. interesting. Yeah, wow. that's, let's see. Some biblical texts say that the damned see the saints in glory. For example, the rich man in the parable can see Lazarus in the bosom of Abraham. <laughs> that's You can find that in uh, Luke chapter 16, verse 3. Further, Jesus says, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac, Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but you yourselves are thrown out. That's Luke chapter 13, verse 28. However, St. Thomas makes a distinction. Well, then that it's already, it's in scripture. Yeah, this is very interesting. And you know what? What's interesting, a sidebar here, Abraham and Isaac and Jacob are in heaven. Yes, they are. That's what our Lord's telling us. Yeah, this is uh, this is good stuff. Yes. So what does St. Thomas say? Okay, St. Thomas says, The damned before the judgment day will see the blessed in glory mm. in such a way as to know not what that glory is like, but only that they are in the state of glory that surpasses all thought. Wow. This will trouble them both because they will through envy Grief for their happiness and because they have forfeited that glory. Hence, it is written in, in the book of wisdom, chapter five, verse two, concerning the wicked. It says, seeing it, they shall be troubled with terrible fear. So in some way, shape well, or form, the wicked yep, know those, the state of those souls in heaven and the fact yes. that they're in glory and happiness. Mm-hmm. That's yes. mind blowing. I never thought about this. Mm-hmm. St. Thomas continues. You know, I'm just thinking about this, you know, the thin line. And I just think of that song. There's a thin line. It's an old oldie. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a thin line between love and That's hate. That's a Latino oldie. That's a Latino oldie. And we're the la- la- we're the Latino line between love and, and, and we're the Latino lovers yes. of, of Jesus and Mary. Mary. Yeah, 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 yeah. The so. lovers of Jesus and Mary. <laughs> but that's what that song reminds that's me right. of, that thin line. And this is in scripture. And you know, you know the chasm. Something interesting. You also hear in, some poets have said that there's a thin veil between this life and the next yes. life, between this life and yes. the next world. Right, a thin right. Veil. Thin you, veil. You hear, you hear poets talk about yeah. that. Right. So St. Thomas... Well, it must come from St. Thomas. Yeah. Well, it's coming from, a, I think, from, from everything that we're giving. St. Thomas, yes. Wisdom chapter 5, verse 2. Yes, absolutely. Luke chapter 16. Yes, there's, uh, there's scripture yes. to support all that this. That there's a thin veil, veil. between this yes, life and the next. absolutely. It says, after the judgment, St. Thomas, however... They will be altogether deprived of seeing the blessed. This is mm-hmm. after the general judgment. After the general judgment. Mm-hmm. They'll be deprived of seeing the blessed, nor, nor will this lessen their punishment, but will increase it, because they will bear in remembrance the glory of the blessed which they saw at or before the judgment. Wow. And this will torment them. In other words, just that recollection, that memory of seeing the blessed in heaven, yeah. that memory is going to torment them forever. forever. Moreover, they will be tormented by finding themselves deemed unworthy even to see the glory 
which the saints merit to have. So, wow. so before yep. the ju- the judgment day, yes. they're going to be able. Saint Thomas, they're going to be able to see. Wow, look at the them. general judgment. The general judgment. Yes, not the particular judgment. Yeah. After the general judgment, judgment, they will no longer be able yep. to see the damp, the the, uh-huh. the, the, the saved, the elect mm-hmm. in heaven in glory. Yeah, because that's when all mm. the graves, uh, you know, everybody that deceased opens are opens up, and the people on earth, they're going to be able to see their souls at that point and see where they're going to go. Everybody so everybody's going to see, the, everybody's gonna see, see that. the state of their soul. Yes. The wow, 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 yeah. wow, wow. Uh, hey, see? how come I'm not on the camera there? What's going on here? <laughs> huh? Let me see. Okay. <laughs> uh, the cat the, 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 doesn't like me. It's just, it's just looking at you. Come on. Come on. Look, this, uh, okay. These AI cameras. Oh. Okay. All right. We well, have to get closer. Go. Get over yeah, closer. Let's go. Oh, hurt me. Hurt, hurt me. Hurt me. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> We're having video malfunction here. AI malfunction. AI malfunction. Action. That's what happens when you get too techy. I know. Okay, okay, okay. let's continue. Okay, so St. Thomas does not cite a scripture for th- this conclusion. However, certain texts about the last judgment emphasize a kind of definitive separation. For example, you can see it in, in Matthew chapter 25 where you read this. All the nations will be gathered before the Son of Man, and he will separate the people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. Then they will go away to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. And that's in chapter 25, like I said, uh, verse 32 and 46. Oh, there it is. There's the definitive, definitive. separation yep. at the general judgment. judgment. They will no longer be able to see the yep. saints in glory yep. after that. And that's, yeah, that's clearly that's regret. Total clearly regret. hell is a tragic and eternal separation from God. Mm-hmm. Repentance, which unlocks mercy, is available to us. I like that. Mm-hmm. Repent, uh, 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 mer- uh, repentance, excuse yeah, me. Re- unlocks mercy, which is available to us. But after death, like clay pottery placed in the kiln, our decision is forever fixed. Wow. And you want to know what repentance is? Yeah. Just look at the act of contrition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I am heartily sorry, sorry for having offended, offended thee. thee. That's repentance. Yes. When you say, oh my God, I'm heartily sorry for I'm having heartily. repented. Heartily, heartily means like it's where's in your right heart. Heartily. Yeah. Yes. Right your heart. It comes from yeah. the deep core of your the heart. heart. The core of your heart. And you're, heart, and you're sorry. You have a deep heart. sorrow for offending yes. God in thought, word, and Indeed. deed. That's repentance right there. And what does that do? It unlocks God's mercy. Mercy. Yeah, that's available to yes. us. His mercy is available to us. Right now, he's a merciful. We have mercy. Yeah, even St. Faustina told yes, us right now is the time of mercy. Mercy, mercy, mercy. That's going to run out. That's going to run out. You know, upon your death. Yeah, and, and it's Saint, over. Now Saint justice Saint Faustina will come says in. The time of justice is going to come. Yes, Right absolutely. now is the time of mercy. Mercy, mercy. Go get to confession. You repent know. of your sins. Yeah, repent. Tell yeah. God how you offended Do the act them. of contrition every, every day. night. Every night before you go to bed. Yes. Because you may not, you're not guaranteed to wake up in the morning. Yes. 
And I want all of you to wake up and just praise God Amen. and just, you know, go out and evangelize. We want to continue this yes. p- party in heaven because there ain't no, there ain't no party like a Catholic yes, party. party. Amen. And we want to take ain't this no party, party like to, a Catholic party. That's ain't right. No and we want to take party. this party to heaven. Absolutely. All of us. Yes. Heaven is a party with Jesus and Mary yes. on a Amen. Saturday night that doesn't yes. end. No yes. work on Monday. No, no right car payment. No mortgage payment. Yes. No bills. It's a no celebration. Eternal celebration. The great wedding feast of the <laughs> Lamb. Come, are you kidding me? We want yeah. you to be there. Yes, absolutely. So okay. let's go together. Yes, okay. <laughs> yes. So, okay. Choose the Lord today. Judgment day looms. Now is the time to admit our sins humbly and to seek the Lord's mercy. There's simply nothing more foolish than defiance and an obstinate refusal to repent. Mm-hmm. At some point, our hardened hearts will reach a state in which there's no turning back. No, none, none. To die in such a condition mm-hmm. is to close the door Absolutely. of our heart on God close. forever. Just imagine closing your door and being obstinate. No. no, God, I don't want you. You know, I'll give you the hand. Oh, that's that's tragic. That's tragic for a soul. That's right. And that's why we got to pray for, for the conversion of those souls that are lost. That's what, you know, Our Lady says, Pray and, and, for the conversion of sinners. Yes. We, that's why we pray our rosary. And guess what? Jesus is knocking at your door. That's what the Bible says yep. in Revelation chapter 3. Jesus, I'm knocking at your door. Now, there's a song, somebody's knocking, knocking at, at your, your door. door. That's Jesus. Somebody's ringing the bell. That's Jesus. <laughs> yeah. He's knocking at the door. Hey, we're in a singing mood today. All these lyrics are coming in our mind. It's the new year. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Somebody's knocking at the door. His name is Jesus. The door of your heart. Answer that door. Let him in. Repent and believe in the gospel. Hey, she she opened her door to our Lord because of prevenient grace. Right. And she is the mother of the Savior. Full of grace, immaculately conceived. No stain of sin or actual sin. Thank you, Mother Mary. She opened the door of Christ right from the beginning. We're back. We're back. Jesus 911 with Jesse and Anita. Thank you for staying with us to in our last segment. Yeah, you know what's kind of funny is that AI, yeah. they can tell who's pretty and who's, who's <laughs> ugly. Because I'm looking at our AI camera. It's pointing at you. It doesn't like me. He's saying, man. Well, why not? You're handsome. I don't know. I don't know. I, I would always look uh, at you. If I was an AI, I would be looking at you. I would look at me. Apparently not. Because that camera is just locked in on that's you. Pre- that camera's prejudiced. Okay. I think. Okay. <laughs> hey, I just I got a quick announcement. Uh, yeah. Our friends at Aquinas Communications Radio Network, KCRD, 98.3 FM. They have us on their show. They're going to have a rosary rally tomorrow from 11 a.m. to 12 noon at St. Mary's Catholic Church over there in Gutenberg, Iowa. The evangelization team at Aquinas Communications is hosting their monthly rosary rally, and the rosary will be held inside St. Mary's Catholic Church in Gutenberg, Iowa. It's a beautiful church. Yeah. So uh, again, for February, the Catholic Church has a special family a uh, special devotion to the Holy Family. Please come and add your prayers and petitions yes, and join the, the Aquinas team 
Remember, and, we're, uh, and, the, yeah. and the monthly rosary rally. Yeah, remember, where two or three are gathered in my name, there I will be there in their midst. And so Jesus is really going to be there because yeah, he's inside be there. the church. church. Yeah, the blessed so, sacrament is going to be there. Exactly. Yeah, that's going to be so beautiful. Make sure you get to take the time. Yeah. It's only an hour. Hey, that's your holy hour. That's right. If you forgot to go or if you're scheduled to go, you can make that your holy hour. Absolutely. Hey, hey, going back to what the hell. Yeah, what the hell? What let's, does Saint Faustina say about hell? Yeah, well, let's talk about the, the saint, a saint Paragraph that was one. canonized by JP two. It in her diary, chapter seven forty one, it says, "I, Sister Faustina Kowalska, by the order of God, have visited the abysses of hell, so that I might tell souls about it and testify to its existence. The devils were full of hatred for me." but they had to obey me at the command of God. What I have written is but a pale sh- but a pale shadow of things I saw. But I noticed one thing, that most of the souls there are those who disbelieved that there is a hell. Say that <sighs> sentence one more time. Yeah. The most that most of the souls there are those who disbelieved that there is a hell. She well, also talks about indescribable suffering. Yep, she does. She says there are special tortures destined for particular souls. These are the torments of the senses. Each soul undergoes terrible and indescribable sufferings mm. related to the manner in which it has sinned. Whoa, man! This is this Ooh. is deep. This is deep. We need to share this yes. with a, with many of our friends, our family, just to also keep them on track. Yeah. This is the way to evangelize. I yeah, hate, absolutely. I'm sorry. You, you just can't, sometimes you got to scare the hell about, out of them. Is, if you, all you talk about is the love of God, <laughs> yeah. and not the justice, justice of God, God, that's an incomplete gospel. Yes, right. You have to talk about the love of God. Yes, it takes preeminence mm-hmm. according to James yes. chapter three, God's love. But boy, oh boy. If you yep. don't accept that love and mercy yes. of God, you will get justice. We have to preach the justice of God, which Absolutely. is hell. Hell a- is the justice of God. Absolutely. And here's a couple of interesting thoughts uh, that come to mind. Mm-hmm. Hell has only has an entrance gate, but no exit gates. Wow. Like when you you go to these yeah. these amusement parks, there's like <laughs> yeah. the chicken exit. Yeah, the chicken okay, okay, exit. You don't want to go, go in. The, you you, you want to get on this ride. It's, it's too, too fast. Okay. It, yeah, you're intimidated by it. Not okay, there's a chicken exit. Once you're in the line to go yes. to hell... That's it. It has an entrance gate. There's no escape hatch. Yep, yep. And also think about this. Heaven has strict immigration laws. you got to die in a state of grace. (laughs) Hell has open borders. Yep. Okay? Hell. That's a good analogy. I think it is a good analogy. Yeah, yeah. Let me give you a couple of of scripture words here that that translate hell in scripture. Okay? The word hell in the Bible... Is translated from three different words, which have three different meanings. Mm-hmm. Number one, Gehenna, that, that's the Greek word for the place of punishment. Mm-hmm. Our Lord talks about that in Matthew, Matthew chapter 5, 22, Matthew chapter 10, 28, James 3, 6. Gehenna, that's hellfire place of punishment, mm-hmm. place of den, and the place of demons. Now, there's a second usage of the word hell, Hades. That Greek word is the abode of the dead. That's more like purgatory. Because mm-hmm. that's temporal, okay? Mm-hmm. That's mentioned in Matthew eleven twenty three, Matthew sixteen eighteen, Luke sixteen twenty three, mm-hmm. Acts two twenty seven, and then you also have hell sometimes described in Hebrew as Sheol, 
which just means the grave. Yeah, you, go to, you go to a cemetery, mm-hmm. the cemetery is Sheol, it's the mm-hmm. grave. Mm-hmm. Psalm, uh, uh, Psalm uh, 9, verse 17, Psalm 16, verse 10. The Bible also refers to the fate of those who, who did not, who were not saved, the words that were not, the, not part of the elect, mm-hmm. with fearful words. Me and my wife are going to share the fearful words of hell from the Bible. Yeah, okay. Well, let's look at Daniel chapter 12, verse 2. It says, the fearful word is shame and everlasting contempt. Think what? about being yeah. embarrassed, and, embarrassed and being shamed in public. In public, yeah. Imagine that's an ongoing uh, uh, emotion. emotion in hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Number two. What well, two? Let's look at Matthew chapter 25, verse 46. It says, everlasting punishment. To not, be punished forever. Not ever, punishment ever, for ever. a weekend. No. Not time out until yep. 2 p.m. today. You know. Yep. And just imagine, yeah. I always think about this. When I hear a baby cry, you know, we want to uh, pacify them. What's wrong with the baby? There's something wrong. Well, those that have uh, promoted abortion and been complicit with abortion, mm. guess what? And they die unrepentant. And they die unrepentant. Guess what? There's going to be a lot of crying babies in forever your ear forever. Just think and about loud that. And piercing. And loud and piercing. Which will bring you shame, shame. and con- everlasting yes. contempt. Yeah. Yeah. Also, there's in hell, there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. Matthew 20, 24, 51. Mm-hmm. Pa- that's pain when you grit your teeth and, yes. and, 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 and you're weeping uncontrollably. That's painful. Yeah, what else painful. is there in hell? Fire unquenchable. Where is that at? Luke chapter 3, verse 17. In hell, there's also indignation and wrath and tribulation and anguish. Yeah. Sounds like, a, you know, the, the feeling of a funeral. Feel, Romans yes. chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. Yeah. Well, let's look at uh, uh, chapter Second uh, Thessalonians, chapter 1, verse 9. It says, everlasting destruction for the presence of the Lord. Wow. Everlasting destruction. I can't even. From write. the presence of, of the, the Lord. Lord. Jude wow. chapters, uh, Jude uh, verse chapter 1, verse 7 and 13. It says, hell's eternal fire. Yeah. And the blackness of darkness forever. I mean, you can't even wow, see your hand in front see. of you. You know, yeah, because when you're getting up in the morning, it's pitch black and you're, you know, you don't want to turn on the light because I do that. I get up at night and I don't want the light to hit, hit Jesse. So I'm really trying to maneuver my way in without, and it's dark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so until I reach for my phone and put my light on. Amen. <laughs> so that's, that's an example. Yep. <laughs> so let's look at Revelation chapter 14. Uh, verses 10 and 11 it says tell tells us the final eternal destiny of the unrepentant sinner it says he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone the smoke of their torment ascended up forever and ever and they have no rest day or night just imagine no rest from torment you know we we go to bed and goes gosh I'm exhausted. And I always tell him, I said, oh, this is the best part of the day for me. Laying in bed and I'm going to rest. Yeah. But just imagine you're tired and every day you're just going to be uh, 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 harassed and you'll never get rest. That's right. You can never rest in the Lord. Amen. Here's a, a couple of last thoughts before we wrap up the show. I know that well, we don't enjoy speaking in detail about the torments of hell. It is, however, a real place, mm-hmm. and God, in His love and mercy, does not want you or I to go there. Mm-hmm. Remember this, 
Yep. All the evil people in the world today. Mm-hmm. That and we got to pray for them. They seem to be getting Please away with evil. Please pray for them, yeah. for their conversion. The wheels of justice grind slowly, but they grind to fine powder. powder. Mm-hmm. And C.S. Lewis also said, the gates of hell are locked from the inside. Oh, wow. Now, uh, Anita, yeah. if you can share what St. Anthony Mary Claret says, because in hell, uh, God is there. Because God's everywhere, yeah. but he no longer protects you. There, no. God's protection is withdrawn in yeah. hell. He's just there. God is mm-hmm. there in his omnipresence because he's everywhere. And yes. look what St. Anthony Mary of Claret says yeah. about hell. Yeah, she says, he says, yeah. she, he says, as it craves with such ardor to possess this tremendous good and at the same time sees itself violently separated with the certain, certainly that it will never for all eternity enjoy God. Such a painful sadness arises from this that compared to it. All other torments of hell are considered as nothing. The grief of a soul in hell is boundless due to its loss of God. One who is damned loses God's devoted special providence which cared for him. As long as a man is alive, he is under the care of God. But a soul who has entered the eternal hell has none of this. So God wow. is in hell insofar as he's everywhere. everywhere. He's yes. omnipresent, yep. but he's no longer in hell protecting anybody. Yeah, he's withdrawn. You're on your own. own. He's withdrawn his protection. That is so scary. That is scary. Yep. And you know what? Let's you know what? Let's, let's love God. Let's do a good act of contrition. Because we love him. Let's pray an act of contrition. Yeah, let's pray an act of contrition. And you know what? Uh, because it's the first Friday, try to hit confession. Yeah, you know, go out there and in, just. In fact, I'm going today. Right yeah. after the show, I'm going to go to confession because of first Friday. That's why I'm going. And just lay yeah. all your sins and tell just forgive Jesus, forgive me. Offer up all your pains. Yep. So let's pray. In the name of the Father, Father Son, and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Oh my God, I'm, I'm heartily sorry for having offended thee, and I detest all my sins because I dread the loss of heaven and the pains of hell. But most of all, because they offend thee, my God, are all good and deserving of all my love. I firmly resolve with the help of thy grace to confess my sins, to do penance, to amend my life. Amen. In nomine Patri, Feliz, Spiritus Santi. Amen. And may the Lord bless my wife and protect her in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And may the Lord bless my husband and protect him in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Family, that's a wrap. Hope yes, you have a was, great weekend. Yeah, it was great being here with you. It's always fun. I always look forward to Friday to see all of you and, and just enjoy your, your company. Yes. And that's what family's for. Yep. Hey, keep it uh, tuned on here to vnpr.org and, and listen to the rest of the great programs that are coming up. Yeah. And by the way, you can support the show by sharing the yes. full show link at vnpr.org. And they, where can they find us also? You can find us on social media at VMPR Radio and your and your, and our YouTube, YouTube channel called Bullshit Ahead. Share us with your friends and evangelize everyone you love. That's tell a wrap, them, Tell them about the shows. That's a wrap. We have God great bless shows. you. God bless we you. We love you. Have we a great you. weekend. First yes. Friday. Yep. Go to confession and go to mass. mass. Go to mass and pray your rosary. 